You're listening to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, and I'm here to help you sell more on your online store. Before we begin, I would love to pay respect and acknowledgement to the Palawa people of Lutruwita, who are the traditional owners of the land on which Unstoppable E-Commerce operates, and pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Sometimes life is just not all unicorns and rainbows. Today, I'm chatting with Beck Chapel, host of Beautiful Not Broken, about how to keep going when shit gets hard. Beck knows firsthand how life can throw a lot of curveballs at you at once and has been through her fair share of crap. Today, we're discussing what to do when sales are down and times are tough and how to show yourself a little bit more TLC. So Beck, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. Now, you and I met down in Hobart for the Business Chicks Movers and Breakers Conference, which was such a buzz. It was. It really was. And I'm so glad that we met there. I know. It was unfortunate we all got COVID straight afterwards. A little but, bit. You know. Well, no, I got some super bug. <laughs> oh, that's right. Super bug, not COVID. All the same symptoms, but negative tests. Correct. Yes. Yes. That was because I'm a special unicorn. <laughs> So today uh, we're doing something a little bit different today in talking about how to keep pushing through when kind of the shit hits the fan or life's just gone a little bit shit because things were quite healthy for e-commerce when COVID was around, although it was a bad thing health-wise. It sent e-commerce through the roof and there was a massive growth. And now that growth has started to plateau and in some cases kind of fall a little bit. So there's a lot of people sitting out there listening, thinking, yeah, my sales have not been that great this year. So you're really good with this kind of resilience, (laughs) get back on the horse type of stuff. So what should we start? What should we be thinking? What should we do when the shit hits the fan? Yeah. So it's definitely been a common theme in my life, the shit hitting the fan often. (laughs) And I think it's this interesting thing. Like we, as humans, we're so set on what we want to have happen, or we're so set in what's happened in the history, or, you know, when we have these big wins and then we have, you know, things that appear to be losses, or, you know, we have a downturn or something, life just throws something at us. It's so easy for us to kind of go into this panic of, but that's not what I want. And that's not the direction that I need it to be taking. And, you know, we get stuck on these ideas of where we need to be. And I think, you know, especially with the COVID thing, like we were given this, um, like we've almost been in false economies, right? Like, cause yeah. And, and people have been fast tracked to online businesses. I had this conversation last night about even the work from home thing and all of that. Like businesses have been forced 10 years into the future instantly. Yeah. And we're not used to it. And we're in this. And I agree. Yeah. I think the e-commerce rise was going to happen anyway. I really think things were going to go up, but they just got escalated so much quicker than we all imagined when COVID hit. And I think it's interesting because we, when COVID hit, we were all like, our business is screwed. Yeah. Like we're all screwed. Like literally I started my business at the start of COVID and my family were like, what (laughs) are you doing? And I'm like, well, uh, because I lost my job because of COVID and also because it was just not a good fit, right? Let's be honest. I I was grateful that COVID hit so that I lost that job. You know, like it sounds horrible. Like I was grateful that the job ended um, because it hadn't been a good fit and it gave me the opportunity to look at it in a different light and be like, well, I've always talked about doing my own thing, so let's do it. And everyone's yeah. like, you're crazy. Like the economy's <laughs> about to go burst, like the housing market's about to die. Everyone thought every the ass was going to fall out of everything. 
Like that yeah. was the prediction. And worldwide, everyone's like, but actually people were bored at home, had more money than they've ever had before because they're not traveling. Nowhere to spend yeah. it. <laughs> so what did we see in Australia? We saw, you know, online shopping go bonkers. Australia Post couldn't keep up. <laughs> yeah. And we saw housing go insane too, right? So now we're sitting in this world where it's like, what happened? And obviously yeah. I'm not a financial planner or anything. <laughs> I can't answer that. But, you know, and now we see this downturn because stuff's getting back to normal. And we have people once again spending their money on dinners. And, you know, like I was in the city last night and it was amazing to see all of these people back out on a Tuesday night having dinner. Yeah. It was weird, to be honest. I was like, what? And connecting with people in real life. Oh, what is that? <laughs> we, it's, so quickly we forget. And this is the thing with that resilience piece. So quickly we forget about where we've actually come from. So things are yeah. going to go back to this like normal. And yeah, as businesses, we might see it's going to slow a bit. Like I know even I've been a bit slower than usual and all of my clients have been a bit slower than usual. You know, on their online webinars and stuff have been a bit slower than usual, especially in the corporate space, because people don't want to be online right now. We've spent two years yeah. online. I'm sick. We're finally free. Yes. <laughs> and if I'm on my phone when I'm at dinner, something's going wrong <laughs> with the dinner yeah. <laughs> because when we've been on them for, you know, two years, we've been in isolation. Yes, we're still going through that too because, you know, you get COVID seven days later, you're still yeah. there. So it is this mindset shift and it's how do we deal when shit gets hard? Because we're feeling down. It feels like everything's out of our control and we're grieving right? Yeah. We've just spent two years grieving our lives and then suddenly we're told go back out and do stuff. But hey, you might get COVID and then you might be stuck in isolation for seven days. This life we're living right now is really weird. Okay. And now it's like, but hey, if your husband's got COVID, that's cool. You can still go out. (laughs) Forget everything we told you guys. Like it's all G. You're cool. You're cool. And I think that's perfectly normal. The first thing when you are going through these emotions is to go through the emotions. I talk regularly about the fact that I'm an avoidant. So I'm a reformed avoidant though, which is exciting. (laughs) You can reform people. (laughs) So I would always hide the emotions and and put on a brave face and say, everything's all good. And, you know, it is okay to do that to an extent. Obviously we don't want to be breaking down at every single thing that we ever do, but it's in the Starbucks queue (laughs) telling everyone, look, I've been there. Okay. (laughs) But it's, it's about accepting the way that we feel and sitting with it. You know, it is sad when we see, it's really scary when we see a change in our revenue, when we see a change in our, our sales and and all of that, like it's terrifying because that's our income. You know, and that's, we've already just been through two years of change. So accept the fact that change again feels really scary. And it's not back to how it was exactly before either. No. And I've, I've worked in change management in the regard of implementing marketing campaigns that scared entire departments when I worked in corporate. Like, and a lot of what I did was actually that nurturing around change is when we reframe the way that we look at it and we see it as yeah, this might feel a bit shit, but what's the opportunity? And the most important thing is sitting with the way that you're feeling and the fear and finding out where that fear and that upset or that anger or whatever emotion give, firstly, label your emotions yeah, and say, okay, this is, this is what I'm sitting with right now. And how can I seek opportunity in that? Well, firstly, how can I work through that emotion? So if it's anger, punch a pillow. <laughs> but be- not a person. Not a person, a pillow. people. Pillows. <laughs> or yell into a pillow. Like it's so funny how I remember when I was going through a separation with my ex, I would yell in my car. 
because it was like yeah. it's a soundproof well it's not soundproof <laughs> actually but it was a good way to just release Learned that the hard way yeah I did. people would look at me weird <laughs> but it was a great way to just release the emotion because we're not used to sitting with our emotions it's not natural to us and it's perfectly fine to be scared and to grieve and to feel upset and to worry they're perfectly normal emotions, but it's actually if we sit with them and we we voice them and we get to the core of why we're feeling that way, then we can start to, to work through it and then look for the opportunity. Because in every single, sh- like in all of the shit that life flicks it out, us, there is opportunity. There's opportunity for growth. There's opportunity to look at things differently. And I think, oh, there's so many businesses that pivoted during COVID and actually came out the other end with amazing new whole new businesses or just like a lot of um, our students turned to subscription models because you know people were at home and they wanting to do something so in that craft space craft subscription and things like that that went crazy and now it's about you know how do we keep that going or do we need to shift again do we need to pivot again yeah and I get people are tired like we've had two Mm. years of it but the truth is life's never easy it's true right? Like we might be given maybe a year where we're like, woo, this is my year. Um, but the next year, I guarantee you, you're going to be thrown a curveball. And it's quite natural for us to have that happen in life. You know, we can't, I always joke about like plan, but plan to not have it go to plan. Yeah. <laughs> because welcome to life. So I think that yeah. there is this piece about seek the opportunity. Um, but also let yourself be okay with the way that you feel because it is um it's really important that we we you know accept that life is can be a bit you know it can throw us some shit and we're not going to see the opportunity or work through it well or it's going to come up for us later in life if we don't sit and deal with it when it's happening yeah that's such good advice and i guess for the like if we're speaking specifically for online stores online businesses and stuff we don't want to be throwing the baby out with the bathwater either. So when we're saying, yes, sit with that and, you know, it might be that you even need to take some time off and that that's okay, but don't throw out everything just because you're having, you know, a bad start to the year or a bad month or you're going through all these emotions that we're talking about. You don't have to give up, no. I guess. So what are some things that you can do to sort of make sure that we keep going? I think consistency, right? Like I I say a lot in my life to myself, one foot in front of the other. You know, some days like today, I've had a shocker of a day, let's be honest. <laughs> this is the what the third time we've refreshed the, uh, the Zoom to <laughs> get your internet working. Oh, that, there's that and then there was the fact <laughs> I showed up to a meeting an hour early this morning. Like it's just been stuff, right? Like it's just been one of those days and Oh, and gave me the wrong phone number to call oh you. Oh, my God, I did do that too. <laughs> Sorry to the gentleman that I rang earlier today. <laughs> he could be a new client. Who knows? Maybe, I'll, maybe it was a gift from the universe. But And I think that one foot in front of the other. So, like, sometimes we're like, oh, this is so shit. And it just feels like we're, you know, we are pushing shit uphill or, like, oh, I've been consistent for a month and nothing's – especially I know, like, the online space, right? Like, we can feel like we are doing so much and just seeing nothing. Like, especially in the social media space, like it's so common people come to me and like, Beck, I'm doing all the right things. I'm ticking all the right boxes and I'm just not seeing anything. And it's like, are you being consistent? You know, like, are you one foot in front of the other? Can you truly say that, you know, you're being consistent and you're sticking at it? Because this is the thing, like there are peaks and troughs. And the one way that we can stop riding roller coasters, and I see this most in my clients, is by being consistent. So yeah, consistently showing up, consistently 
posting consistently, emailing. And looking at your reporting as well, right? Like consistently looking at what is working. As you said, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like what has been working historically is, and also look at the economy and like, and the whole world and say, is this a, a, you know, in my case, is this a Beck problem or is this actually like a world, you know, is everyone kind of seeing this at the moment? If everyone's sort of quiet, then maybe it's not personal and about my brand and about my business. Maybe it's just the way things are at the moment. And we do need to reimagine something called what is the trends at the moment? Is there something that we can, you know, look at implementing? So like, as you said, at the start of COVID, a lot of people pivoted their businesses to meet the needs of their customer. Are we seeing a shift at the moment? Are we seeing these trends back to like what things were like? Maybe that's, you know, you don't necessarily, maybe it's a case of setting something up alongside what you're doing that fits what's happening at the moment. And if you're quiet, think of all those things you said that you would do when you had the time. And I swear you've said that before. When I've got the time, I'll do that. I'm too busy. I haven't got time for new product photos right now. I haven't got time to build out my content schedule. I haven't got time to rewrite my email automations. All those things that take more time and you kind of hit on one there, like looking at your actual stats. I sat down with a business owner the other day and took her through all of her Google Analytics and her Shopify stats and showed her who was buying from her store. And she was absolutely shocked. It was not who she thought at all. And she just like, I never had time to sit down and look at it. I knew that I was tracking it, she said, but I just haven't had time to actually read it. And, you know, they've been going for 15 years. Yeah, wow. (laughs) And they were really early adopters in being online and having a website. But it was actually interesting because she uses her daughter as the model, but she always thought that her demographic was her age bracket. So when I showed her that all the people buying are actually in her daughter's age group, she's like, but why? And I'm like, because that's who they're seeing. That's who yeah. they're seeing online. Your social media photos are for her. Your website photos are of her. So people in your age bracket looking aren't going to relate to that. Not at all. So it was just like a huge eye opener for her when you look at the data. So now in those quiet times, think of it as an advantage or like an opportunity to actually go and do some of those things that you've been putting off until you had time. Yeah, I love that. I love that because that is the number one thing we do as business owners, right? We get busy. And even when we're quiet, we're busy. Yeah, <laughs> we're, not necessarily productive, no. but always busy. Yeah. yeah, And even I liked the fact that you said before, maybe it's time to take some time out. Yeah. Because like, I don't know about you, but I'm terrible with time out. And if you've been homeschooling kids, my goodness me, uh, you deserve a medal. Yeah. Um, but And you've finally got them back off to school now. Have you actually taken time for yourself for a bit of me time congratulated yourself for staying sane and you know just if you need a week off put up a a store notice and say hey I'm finally taking a week for myself people will understand yeah especially these days communicate like I mean if you got COVID you're taking a week off anyway right (laughs) exactly forced so I think and it comes down to that like even with feeling your feelings that's actually a version of self-love right that's a version of saying to yourself I'm gonna like you know respect myself enough to work through this and, and, you know, honor myself enough to spend time with myself. And I think that taking time out, especially, yeah, homeschooling kids, like it has been a tough two years, like, Mm. especially as a parent, like I'm blessed. I don't have children. So I don't have that like added stress in my business. And I will, I say blessed because I understand and I take my hat off to anyone that runs their own business and also runs a family. Like that is, yeah, 
that's two jobs, right? You've yeah. literally set up two companies there. Um, <laughs> and one doesn't pay very well. No, one is literally <laughs> deducting constantly. It is, it is, you know, it needs to be shut down. <laughs> Far more demanding 100%. and terrible pay. Awful. 24-7. But very rewarding, I hear. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, oh, yes. I forgot about that bit. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, like I think it is about that self-compassion piece. Like is it a case on, you know, a Sunday night if you can, you run a bath and you think about work in the bath or, you know, you think about stuff there or you just completely don't think about it at all or is it that you, you know, have a meeting with yourself on a Monday morning and take yourself out to coffee or, oh, you know. Like, amazing. Yeah, like just. And that doesn't things. even cost that no, much. No. You know, you can go and get yourself coffee or breakfast and, you know, spend less than, you spend five bucks on a coffee or, or treat yourself and have spend 20 on breakfast. Yeah. And it's just going to do so much for your mental health. It does. And I find for me, especially in my space, because a lot of what I have to do is strategic creativity, all of that stuff. So you need, you can't be in the thinking and the doing all of the time. You actually need to be outside looking in. And I find yeah. the quickest way for me to be able to do that is to have my routines around taking time out. So whether it be walking the dog, like after this call, I'll probably go walk the dog for a little bit and just chill out before I get back into the work. And it just reframes the way that you look at stuff too. Because sometimes when we're sitting in front of something and it seems like an absolute disaster, of course, it's going to seem like a disaster because we're we're literally stuck and fixated on it. And we're especially- It's amazing what fresh air can do. Yeah. Right? And when we're in that pattern of worrying, like I'm a, I was actually diagnosed with catastrophizing, like I was chronic with it. Catastrophizing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's a form of, I guess it's a form of like mental health stuff that gives you like anxiety. Yeah. So I struggle from anxiety. I'm very open about that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. It's, it's a great thing to struggle with. <laughs> so, <laughs> so fun. Panic attacks are just great, but obviously it's, it's a horrendous thing to go through. And if you've, you know, if you do go through it, like jokes aside, it's horrendous. And one of the reasons that I struggled, my anxiety was so bad was because I was catastrophizing constantly. So when I would get an email or, you know, I'd see something that wasn't what I'd wanted or a target, I'd be like, okay, well, this is the end. This is this, this is this. And like, you know, just go to that full limit of what the worst outcome could possibly be. And when you're there, when you're in that triggered state, you cannot think rationally and get back into an actual zone of, okay, let's problem solve because you're actually, your brain is completely, you're triggered. You're in fight or flight. Yeah. And that's something that for me, I went and got professional help to work through that. Cause I knew that, you know, I would even have conversations with friends and just be like, oh, they don't want to be my friend anymore. And like go to the most extreme outcome. But that's because that's the way my brain had been wired. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah. You've done well to work through Thank that. You. <laughs> it, it took a lot and cost a lot, <laughs> but no, I literally, <laughs> worth it. yeah, totally <laughs> worth it. And, you know, I think that especially in business, it's one of those things that if we are easily you know, like we need to be this little bit more resilient, I think, as business owners. And that doesn't mean that it comes with completely ignoring ourselves and ignoring the way that something makes us feel. It just comes with actually dealing with it when it's in front of us and being, you know, if we know that we're doing that catastrophizing piece, go take the dog for a walk or, you know, and get out of your own head. My husband's always going, come on, let's go for a walk. Let's take the dogs, the baby and go for a walk. And I'm always like, no, I haven't got time for that. I haven't got time for that. And I'll sit down and try and be productive, but I could just be like bashing my head against the wall trying to get something done. When he does actually drag me out for a walk, it's like, oh, why didn't I do this before? You know, you get a bit of exercise, the endorphins start going, the fresh air. 
And I always say to him, oh, make sure I do this every day. And then we have the same argument the next day when he's like, remember when you told me to tell you to go for a walk? And here's me telling you and you're telling me no again. And I swear that's our life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it is just one of those things that it, it just seems like such an effort. But when you do it, it's like, actually, I get to sit down and be so much more productive afterwards. Yeah. And we are so busy saying we're busy that we don't realise yeah. that the half an hour that we step away is actually going to increase our productivity. Like I used to have this Definitely. argument in corporate all the time. I would always take my lunch breaks, always, even when I was yep. a CMO, always take my lunch breaks. I did not care how it looked to other people because I was not there to be a martyr. No. I was there to look after you myself. Need that break. But so many people would snigger at me. Oh, just off for a walk again, are you back? And I'd be like, yeah, I actually am. Like that's exactly yep. what I'm doing and that's why I am 100%. And they're like, you should come with me. And I actually did start yeah. a, I started a running club at one company and then a walking club at the next one just to get people away from their desks because they, yeah. they would get so, so yeah. good. and they would get so bogged down in these problems that they were so, trying to solve and they didn't realise that actually by walk, walking away from the desk and, and taking that overwhelm away and actually mm. giving yourself that time out, the overwhelm reduces you feel more in charge and more in control of the situation because you literally rewire the way you're thinking about it. You get some perspective yeah. and you're able to t- tackle it a lot differently. Or even if it might be having that conversation with someone that you trust, that you trust their opinion, they might be in business. You know, obviously it helps if they're in a similar business or understand your problems. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's having a walk and talk with that person. And just yeah. riffing about the problem, being like, hey, you know, I'm feeling this way, like my sales are down at the moment or, you know, it's just been a really hard two years. How would you approach this? And actually having that conversation, that's, you know, where it's so important. That's what I love about our community yeah. is whenever someone is having a tough day, they could have a post in the group and everyone kind of rallies behind them. And quite often that rallying might just be like, oh, me too. Like <laughs> I'm totally feeling that as well. And then you don't feel so alone, right? Yeah. It might be that your sales are down and that things are tough and you're struggling with suppliers or whatever it might be and then somebody else is going through the same thing. All of a sudden you just don't feel so isolated with that problem. And it's so common that someone else is feeling the exact same way that we are and sometimes that validation of, oh, cool, it's not just me. It's not just me. (laughs) It's okay. Yesterday I had that chat with like another marketing um, lady. I said to her, I said, do you ever just feel like you're drowning in work? And she's like, all of the time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, thank you for validating the way that I feel today. Yeah. yeah. And so it was about just getting that. And we had a laugh about it. And then both of us actually felt heaps better because, you know, we'd had no. the laugh and kind of. Rel- you need those people. Yeah. And I feel like that's this thing with uh, obviously people that are doing online stores and e-commerce businesses. A lot of us work from home and we don't have that human connection. So now that we can get out and about, do make sure that you go and find people in person that you can hang out with, but also have those people online that you can kind of just reach out to at any time and not feel like you're just at it alone. Yeah. And one of the other things that has been coming up a lot in my business groups and stuff is lately about incorporating fun into your life. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And that's another thing I think that comes with the resilience piece is we become more resilient when we actually create lives that we love. And yeah. we can have that's what we're all striving yeah. for, right? But I think sometimes we forget. Yeah. And I think like find the fun in whatever you can. Like if you're having a really crappy day and you're feeling really down and you're just feeling like the last two years and, you know, it's just been tough and you just chuck on some tunes, 
Have a little boogie. Yes. Love a little dance party. Oh, like have a little dance party. What's your song? Katy Perry Raw is mine oh. with a little pick me up. Oh, fire out. Yeah. You put me on the spot. What is my song? <laughs> you can have a think about it. But There's, um, yeah, Katy Perry. Um, Just Like Fire by Pink. Oh, yeah. And like I'm a bit like that's it's weird for me to actually because I don't really like much pink to be honest. But that song's oh, got me. That song. And then I also love like I'm. I don't know, there's heaps of Aussie rock bands that I love, like DMAs or I don't know, I'm a bit of Jebediah. (laughs) Old school, we're going old school. Nice, old school. But Jebediah always like perks me up or, yeah, I'm a. a, It's something about music actually. And I go through phases where I'll have music on while I'm working and then I'll forget about it. And then when I do it again, I'm like, oh, this can be really nice. You know, it just keeps you in a good mood while you're working and stuff. So I bought myself a radio. Because I work from oh, home good. in my yeah. office on my own and I live on my own. So it can be incredibly isolating, right? So yeah. one of the things I did, because I used to do this as a routine when I would come into the office of a day, I was always the first person in because I've always been quite an early riser and I always like to finish my day early and get back to like life, right? So I always would be the person that would turn the radio on in the office. So yeah. for me now, it's created this little thing that I, I did since I was 18 And it's brought it back into my daily ritual of, okay, work has started now. I've turned the radio on. Have it. You've turned the radio on, yeah. And then I turn the radio off and, you know, I I pick like playlists depending on my mood that day. And, yeah, if I need to step away and have like, if I'm having like today, I haven't had a boogie yet today though. I didn't even boogie in my car. Maybe that's what you needed. No. I normally boogie. A good scream and a boogie. I know. (laughs) know. Well, I'm not angry today. I'm just like, what is wrong with me? (laughs) Like what is happening? What is not working? Oh, then you need a bit of Taylor Swift, shake it off. Oh, yes, yes. Can I recommend? Yeah, I do think a little bit of Tay-Tay would go down real right now. <laughs> that is a great song if something's just like bugging you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shake it off is a brilliant yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I like her song Willow too. I'm a big fan of her new stuff actually, but that's a whole other, that's a whole digression. <laughs> Follow our music podcast. We're about to launch it. <laughs> Now, one little tiny mindset shift uh, before we wrap up that I found, I think just maybe on Instagram last year, that really changed things for me. And it was, I get to instead of I have to. Yeah, I love that. And it was for me, like it was getting up 10 times a night while my baby was crying or sitting there uh, feeding her at 3am because that's when she decided it was wake up time. And I remember always like sighing and getting out and like dragging myself to her bedroom. And then I switched it to I get to get up to my baby because I, you know, I had five years of infertility before my baby. Mm. But it's funny how those changing circumstances, if you'd talk to me, you know, years before, I'd be like, I would do anything. I'll get up any time of the night you like. Like, you know, I was so desperate to have a baby. Any of that stuff was like, yeah, totally. And then once you're in it, you like change of circumstances, like, oh, I've got to go up to my baby and all this stuff. So when I brought it back to that, I get to, and actually switched that back to like a positive, it just changed everything for me. Like she would cry and I'd be like, oh, I get to go get up for my baby that I have in my, you know, in my house, who's mine. And like, it was just such a positive switch for me. And yeah, that can seem like something really tedious that you have to do. And sure, I'd rather be sleeping and have, <laughs> and have, and have a great sleep. But just whenever something mundane, you know, it was like that, it's like, oh, well, I get to do this. And I like to do that with paying taxes too. I get to pay taxes. I always, you know how I approach uh, the taxes one? And by the way, I love that I get to. The way I approach the taxes one is I think 
in our country, we are very, very blessed because we have such great, like, medical support. Okay, the roads are a bit shit at the moment, let's be honest. (laughs) That's rain's fault, though. But I do think that, like, and also we live in a democracy, right, so we can... You know, and I, I, that's the way I always approach the tax one because I'm like, I'm pissed off that I'm paying such high taxes. And I'm like, oh, but we do have all of this. But you're yeah. right, it is about this mindset shift of... You get used to what's, you know, you kind of get stuck in a slump or something of back to like... We get comfortable. I don't know. And this is a thing like... The, you, and you, I, Change your perspective. Yes, and I thought of this as well like as a really big tip of what I have done to come out of personally for me the hardest two years, but also the best two years of my life. Right. I have had a lot of change, not just starting my own business, but like a lot of change personally. And just, it's been a huge growth period for me personally, work-wise, everything. Yeah. And the thing that I do differently now, the one core thing, I look for change. So instead of waiting for change to come find me, I seek it out. So when change does happen, because it's inevitable, change is 100% inevitable no matter how much we want to put our blinkers on and be like I'm going to live my life as comfortable as possible I'm sorry but life is headed for you (laughs) and one of the ways that I have had to learn because my whole life I've always had to be okay with change because I've had some really random stuff thrown my way and it's kind of like all right I've had to learn to adapt and and do whatever in situations not always healthily and I talk about that openly as well but the thing that I do differently now is I seek out things that scare the shit out of me for no, for lack of a better way of putting it. <laughs> like you ran a triathlon yeah, not that long ago. Yeah. Oh, no, sorry. You ran swim and road a triathlon. Correct. And I recently. did not know how to ride a bike until last year. And I have Amazing. a genuine fear of the ocean. So anyone that wants to tell me <laughs> that I can't do a triathlon because I can't, I'm scared of sharks. So am I, I did one. I don't, I want to hear a better excuse. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And it was amazing to see just, how ecstatic you were at that finish line. Oh, I line. cried. I was a mess. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, change comes with emotion and scaring ourselves. There's emotion and it's fun. Like, I was crying because I was so yeah. damn proud and happy of that. And I think when we get used to embracing change and even seeking it out, when shit comes our way, it's still scary. You're never not scared. Yeah. You were never, ever not scared. But the old saying of feel the fear, do it anyway. Yeah, just a bit more prepared yeah, for it. you're really prepared. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. It's been really fun just having a chat today and I hope everyone else listening at home is uh, enjoying and hopefully got something out of that if you're sort of going through the the post-COVID. We're still in COVID, but, you know, the post-peak two-year shit storm that we've been through and, you know, or it might be something completely different going on in your life, but if you just needed to hear today that it's okay to be feeling that way and just keep going, then hopefully that's helped you out. Now, if people are interested to hear more about your story, you've touched on a few little things, but you've got so much going on and you've got so many amazing, much information and things that people could learn from you. So where can we find so you? So you can find me on Insta at Beck underscore chapel, but it's spelled C-H-A-P-E-L-L. So the dub P-E-L-L, that's what gets people every time. in the show notes. And then you can find me on LinkedIn, Rebecca Chapel. And then I don't, like I'm on Facebook, but I'm not really on Facebook. Let's be honest. I'm more in that Insta but you, if people have just loved your voice today and want to listen to you more, oh, you've got a couple do, of podcasts, I do, don't you? I do. They can find me. Um, I run my own podcast, Beautiful Not Broken. I love that. Yeah, that's really my one about my personal journey through building from rock bottom. 
And then if they love marketing strategy, <laughs> they can follow. <laughs> of course they of do. Of course they do. I talk all things marketing on Marketing Espresso. So that's my twice weekly. Uh, it's just two little, like, literally you can drink your coffee and listen to it. It's very quick, very dirty. We get straight down into business. Quick and dirty. Quick and dirty. Love it. Like a good coffee, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's Marketing Espresso. And I'm on all everyone's favorite podcasting apps. So, yes. Wherever you're listening yes. to this. Uh, so we will link up to all of those in the show notes. And thank you again for joining us thank today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it's it. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're looking to keep up to date with all that's happening in e-commerce marketing, free website audits, latest tips, and hang out with some other pretty cool people, be sure to check out my free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs. I'll see you on the inside. Oh, 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 oh,